Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now you see, when a man is born again, eternal life is imparted to his spirit. You remember, of course, that the Word of God says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And when a man is born again, eternal life is imparted to his spirit or to this inward man. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for this great teaching. Our text is 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter, 23rd verse. If you'd care to turn to it, you can read it with us. Now, here in, in 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 23, Paul says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we're talking about the threefold man, spirit, soul, and body. We have here in, in this verse a glimpse of the threefold man, spirit, soul, and body. The spirit is the part that knows God. The soul is the intellect or the sensibilities that knows sensuous things. The physical body is the house in which we live. And really I like a little, another translation rather than the King James a little better on this verse than I do the King James because I believe it brings out the true meaning of the verse. And that is that uh, this spirit, soul, and body will be preserved entire without blame at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. And that's when it will be because that's when we'll have a new body. Praise the Lord. We've got a new spirit now. We've got a new heart now. We've got a new life now. But we will have a new body. Praise the Lord then. Now then, we, we know this as we've said to you before, we re reiterate before we go on in our lessons that in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, in the 16th verse, Paul said, For which cause we faint not, but he said, Though our outward man perish, or as the margin says, is decaying, yet our inward man is renewed, he said, day by day. So here he speaks of an outward man and an inward man. The outward man is the body, the inward man is the spirit, and then the spirit has a soul. We do have a soul. Now, in Ephesians, the third chapter, the 16th verse, in one of the prayers that Paul prayed, he prayed for believers at Ephesus, and in this third chapter of Ephesians, in the 16th verse, he prayed that God would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Another translation reads, that ye may be made strong with his ability through his spirit in the inward man. Now you see, when a man is born again, 
eternal life is imparted to his spirit. You remember, of course, that the word of God says that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And when a man is born again, eternal life is imparted to his spirit or to this inward man. Now, eternal life is the life and the nature of God. It's the God kind of life. You remember over in the fifth chapter of John's gospel, Jesus made this statement in about the 26th verse. He said, as the Father hath life in himself, even so it was given to the Son to have life in himself. Now what's he saying? He's saying that the Son has the same kind of life in him that God the Father has. And then when he come down to the 10th chapter, the 10th verse, he said, I am come that ye might have life. Praise the Lord. And so you see, this life of God that comes into our spirits is the nature of God and the life of God that recreates our spirits and makes us new creatures in Christ Jesus. And it ought to be the easiest thing in the world for a person to know. I mean, whether they're saved or not, I, I, I sympathize with, with some folks and, and yet in some ways I haven't been able to sympathize with them at all because I've never been bothered about my salvation. I've been a Christian over 35 years. 35 years ago, last April the 22nd on Saturday night at 20 minutes to 8 o'clock in, in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas, I was born again. 35, be 36 years ago this coming April, you see. 36 years ago. And, and, and you know what? Uh, that's one thing that the devil's never told me. All of the, he may have told me a lot of things, but he never did tell me what to say. Not what, he never even suggested. He never even, the, the, I mean, not even the shadow of the doubt ever came to me, much less the doubt of it. Not even a shadow came. Well, I'll tell you, brother, when you, when you know the word and get it on the word, while you're on solid ground, the devil can't move you off of it. But did you know one of the, uh, there's two verses of scripture that I got a hold of on the bed of affliction that's been my favorites. And, and uh, I've walked in the light of them every day and I guess used them every day since then. And one of them is this verse that we made reference to before in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 where it said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Well, I knew I was a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And if you'd known me ahead of time, you'd known it too. <laughs> I knew I was a new creature. The devil couldn't tell me it wasn't. And then secondly, John said this in his first epistle that we know that we have passed from death unto life. Now that's from spiritual death in which we did live unto life. That's this life that he came that we might have. How do we know it? Because we love the brethren. Because we love. You see, God is love. And when you're born again, you have the nature of God in you. And you love. And if you don't love, because you know John went right on in this same chapter and said that he wrote these things unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. He said, He that hateth his brother abideth in death and that he's a murderer and that you know that no murder hath eternal life abiding in him. Because if he had an eternal life in him, he wouldn't have hate in him. He'd have love in him. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. 
Amen. It's true. It's absolutely the truth. Then, friends, after a man is born again. Now, we need to get this straight in our thinking. Uh, a lot of times our theology has, has hindered us. After a man is born again, he can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, I know he's born of the Spirit, has the witness of the Spirit, that he's a child of God. I know that. But you know, I just simply like to follow the teaching of the New Testament. Uh, a lady said to me last night, and she was Baptist, and of course I had a Baptist background. I started out first really as a Baptist preacher, as a boy preacher to begin with. And I preached for quite a while before I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That is when I say quite a while, two or three years. Really, uh, completely four years. But uh, about two of it was nothing but ministry before, and I was preaching some, but going to school. Now, uh, she didn't understand some statements said last night, so she came and asked me, and that's what folks should do. And of course, being Baptist and, and having a Baptist background, because like I said, I was raised in Southern Baptist Church, and, and I was taught this, and so she was well, she also, that if you're saved, you have the Holy Ghost, you see. And everybody saved has the Holy Ghost, and that's the only Holy Ghost there is, and that's all there is. Well, now, that's partly true, but it's partly false. It's true you're born of the Spirit and have the witness Spirit that you're a child of God. But as we look into the Acts of the Apostles, and, and here was one thing that convinced me in the 8th chapter of Acts that Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And I told this to the lady last night. And they believed the preaching of Philip concerning the, the name of Jesus and the kingdom of God. And they were baptized, both men and women. That is, baptized in water. But then it said, when the apostles which were in Jerusalem heard that the Samaritans had received the Holy Ghost, no, received the word of God. See? They sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Now, they didn't pray for them that they might be born again. They didn't pray for them that they might become children of God. They'd already received the word of God, and Peter says we're born again by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. So were they saved or were they not saved? Jesus said they were saved. Peter said they were saved. And they received the Holy Ghost afterwards. And so then, receiving the Holy Ghost or being filled with the Holy Ghost is an experience subsequent to salvation. What I'm trying to establish is this, before we go on. That when you're born again, your spirit is born again. This inward man. And becomes a new man in Christ. Your mind and intellect and soul needs to be renewed with the Word of God. We pointed that out in one of the lessons, Romans 12, 2 here. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have a six-CD series, uh, Spirit, Soul, and Body. This was done by my dad, and he said one of the greatest mistakes that people make is not realizing that we are a three-part being, yes. spirit, soul, and body. And honey, he makes it so clear. Oh, Sometimes it is that so can clear. be so confusing, but he makes it so clear. And when you learn the spirit, and you can be led by the spirit mm -hmm. of God, sometimes you have to override the body, you That's have to right. override the mind, That's which is the soul. Right. And this is a special offer. Actually, it uh, retails for $42, but it's a special offer for $31.50. 
spirit, soul, and body. And if you have any questions and if you've wondered about what Paul said, you know, Paul over there said we're spirit, soul, and body. Yes. My dad used to say, I am a spirit, I live in a body, and I have a soul. That's right. In other words, the soul is the mental part, capacity, of course, our body we know. Many people get this all messed up. And if you want a good, this is almost like being in a classroom. That's right. You need to get a hold of this. If you know somebody that has trouble understanding the difference between spirit, soul, and body, then uh, this is something you need to get a hold of. Call 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 or 1-888-FAITH-99. To order the Spirit, Soul, and Body series right now. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. If you're not already a partner, here's your opportunity to become a part of a worldwide God-ordained vision that is affecting lives with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just visit us online at rhema.org slash WPC and join today. For over 50 years, Kenneth Hagan has broadcast radio with Faith Seminar of the Air and Rama for Today. From reel-to-reel tape to the World Wide Web, Rama has continued proclaiming this life-changing message using the latest technology. Once again, we take another step forward, providing you with instant access 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. No matter where you are in the world, you now have access to Rama for Today. Download the podcast at rhema.org slash media. Download the podcast at rhema.org slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on spirit, soul, and body. We'll pick up with this great message then on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.